It's uh, like, um, welcome back to another thrilling episode of Mac and Mike in the Morning. I'm Mike. And I'm Mac. Um, today is Tuesday, November, November 26th. Uh, recording this in the morning, as usual. At 5.22 in the morning. Yeah, we just had a, a gelato. Um, Mac, mm. what flavor did you have? I had, it's a shame, I can't remember the exact flavor name now. What was it? Roasted? Sweet potato? No, it's just sweet potato casserole flavored yeah. gelato. How would you describe the flavor of that? Honestly, it just was like marshmallows and sugar, if I'm being completely honest. Um, but it was really good, and I like that they were Thanksgiving-themed flavors. They also had turkey and stuffing-flavored gelato, among other things. Yeah, turkey seems interesting. I should have tried that. Didn't taste at all like turkey, if I'm being honest. It tasted like caramel. Caramel? Um, but you can imagine like a, a glazed yeah. uh, turkey, so... That'd be weird if they had, like, bits of poultry in there, could you imagine? Well, that's what I was kind of expecting, actually. And the mashed potato, I was expecting kind of just to get a cup of mashed potatoes, but uh, it turned out to be mostly just, like, sweet ice cream, like a vanilla-flavored ice cream. But... Oh, that makes sense. Probably, like, butter-flavored. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, you have some exciting news to share. I do. I'm headed to Buffalo for Thanksgiving this holiday. Oh, that's not what I was thinking. But... Oh. Uh, I'm actually also going to Boston... Oh, next week. not without seeing oh, think. Oh. Well, what did you just do on Sunday? Oh, that's right. <laughs> I, um, I did complete my world's first of my life ever uh, marathon. Uh, my first marathon of my life uh, on Sunday. Wow, congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, it was in Philadelphia. It was a lot of fun. I got to hang out with uh, friends, family, and uh, future uh, co-workers. So that's great. Future co-workers? Yeah. Well, I assume so. There were a lot of people running the race, so I assume some of them will Uh-oh. probably cross paths with again. But Uh-oh. I didn't meet any of them, really. Oh, weird. Got to hang out with them. Cool. Well, uh, was it tougher? Easier? Tougher? Ooh. Wait, wait. So is this what the podcast is going to be about? This could be a whole episode, but I don't want to... Yeah. I think it's a... Uh, what is what is a tomorrow called? A faux pas? Is, <laughs> to is, talk about your marathon? Yeah, I think it's a similar... Uh, similar uh, I don't know, uh, in, in similar vein to, like, wearing the shirt for the marathon on race day. Oh, but we talked about our half marathon. Right? Yeah, but I feel like that's because you ran it with me. I don't want to oh, just talk okay. about it. Okay, well, um, uh, I'm happy to make that the episode. I just don't want to be talking the whole time and have you be like, yo, this guy's talking the whole time. No, because I would tie it into other things. But, oh, what, uh, what do you want to talk about <laughs> this week? <laughs> well, um, excuse me, I had a cough. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but on Sunday I ran a marathon. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, I honestly didn't have much else to talk about. I just feel like I did a lot of pontificating after the half marathon, so I like used up all my good lines. <laughs> and you're like, eh, people like, are gonna listen to that one and this one back yeah, to back. Now I don't have a lot. Of, well, I guess I, the only thing I could offer is like the comparison, but uh, beyond that, I feel like I already used all my superlatives. Okay, cool. Well, um, did you? Was it? Was it? It wasn't much harder than the half marathon. You're saying? No, it was much harder. I will say. It was uh, sleeting, hailing. Um, you know, I may have told a bit of a fish story. I don't think it was actually hailing, um, and they also weren't golf ball sized hails. <laughs> so, for clarification, podcast listeners, I didn't tell anyone it's podcast sized hails. Or podcast sized hails. Golf ball sized hails. Um, no, the, I think. Uh, just having to run a half marathon after running a half marathon is what's tough. A marathon after a half marathon? Or a half marathon after a half Oh, half I see what you did. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then just the weather was also rough. 
Um, like I had never worn, I should say, and never run in wet socks and wet shoes before. And the entire race, my feet were just sopping wet. So every step was like, oh, I hate that. Um, so that was rough. Um, and then like my whole, you know, shirt's drenched. My shorts are drenched or whatever. It's like freezing cold. Uh, my oh, hands yeah. are like, wow. you know, I was like, had my shirt cuffs over my hands to try and keep them warm. It was like blowing on them. Um, I was also hungrier than I thought I was going to be. I had eaten a really big meal beforehand, but it was actually not that big of a meal. It was, we went to like some Korean place for Sean's birthday and I got sesame noodles and it wasn't what I was expecting. I was trying to carbo load, ended up just being a little grossed out. So then I like ate what I could, but then I was just hungry the next morning. Oof. And I had these uh, blocks, chews, goose. We had them in the San Francisco half marathon. And I had like four packs with me. I'm like, yo, I'm ready to go. But then they all basically froze. Like while I was running, <laughs> they were like super difficult to chew. It was like eating an ice cube. That's an exaggeration, but you get the point. So then I was just on the lookout for the entire race for these gel packs that they had, but they were only handing them out at like mile 10 and mile like 18. Oh no. So I had to like stock up when I got to mile 10 and same thing for 18. And I was like this close to picking a few off the ground and just like trying to slurp out whatever was left to, uh, because of how desperate I was. <laughs> oh wow. Uh, so there were some like unexpected uh, difficulties, but then I also had some unexpected um, uh, support, like uh, Jess and Brendan came down from um, Connecticut, which was really sweet of them. Christine was at more stops than she said she was gonna be at. She like surprised me at like mile 25. And uh, so that kept me going, that was nice. It really is, it's amazing how non-trivial all of that support is. Like I definitely would have just like fizzled out if I didn't have people rooting me on, so. Yeah, um, well, you were running for four hours and 40 minutes. I was. <laughs> that was a tremendously long time to be running for. My legs were so tired. Oh my, I, that's the thing is like, if you run fast, you don't have to run for as long. So it's almost unfair. Like if you're gonna, you know, maybe they should just put everyone on a treadmill and say you all have to run for three hours and you know, level the playing field a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, you know, I was happy because I started slow. So 440 is a little slower than I thought I was going to run, but I'm really happy I did run that slow because mile one, I was telling Dan Kelly this, everyone's like shooting past me. I'm like, wait, what's going on? Like I'm going way too slow. Uh, so, you know, I, I, I was disciplined. I said, you know what, pass me for now. It's still mile one. Like we got a lot of race left and I was running like 11 minute, 1130 miles. But then by the end, everyone was walking and I was like jogging right past him. So I was nice. like, it was like full vindication by the end of the race. Right. It was really nice. Um, and I also realized, and here I go, I'm already on a rant, and we said we weren't going to talk about this. At the beginning of the race, I had my headphones, and I was listening to music, and I just, like, wasn't paying attention to my pace because everyone around me was going the same speed. But then when I looked down, like, the ground was moving beneath me more quickly than it should have been. And so I had to, like, take out my headphones, like, chill out for a second, like, let people pass me, like, let my group get past me, and then, like, really, like, be methodical about it. Because uh -huh. if you just, like, aren't careful, you get caught up in the moment, even if you think you're, like, you know, taking it slow, it's tough. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was interesting, too. Yeah, that's what I was thinking um, when, I, when we ran the half marathon in Monterey, mm -hmm. was the entire time I was just thinking about pacing and, like, just, you know, weaving between people. <laughs> you know? Dodging like, peeps, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, it's a lot of it's just, like, um, just making sure, like, okay, I can stay behind this person, and then, like, you have to maintain pace, and you have to, like, figure out a path. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's, like, just constant path finding. <laughs> it's, like, you know how, like, I just, like, picture just, like, my brain just working. 
it's on autopilot. It's like going back and forth in between lanes. Yeah. Like, well, I shouldn't say autopilot. It's on like Tesla autopilot. Right. It's doing all this computation to figure out how to yeah. you know, pass time. Um, Interesting. Yeah, so, um, sorry. No, 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 I, I interrupted you. No, I don't remember now. No. Um, yeah, so overall it was good. I'm trying to think. First half marathon was pretty much a breeze. It, like, my feet were wet, but it was like a half. I'd done it in plenty of times. But then you get to mile 14, and it's like you start running along this bike path, and you see everyone else who's running back along the same bike path, and you know you have, like, to run six and a half miles that way and then six and a half miles back. <laughs> And it starts raining, and it's cold because it's on the river, and you're just like, oh, this is going to suck. And it's, like, uphill both ways, and there's, like, no food. Uh, I shouldn't, they had water at every, like, mile, <laughs> so I shouldn't say that. But I was just, like, I was ready to be done. And I remember even, like, running towards the end and, like, just, like, telling, I forget who I told this to because I was just, like, I forget who I saw in the course, but I was just, like, I'm in so much pain right now. <laughs> like, I just want this to be over. <laughs> my legs were just, like, it wasn't, I was really happy it wasn't my feet, no blisters. Oh, that's great. So I was telling Dan, Dan and I chatted for a little bit afterwards, um, not after the race, just on the train yesterday. I was texting him, and I just told him, I, I think I accidentally picked the perfect pair of socks. Like, they must have been tight enough that I didn't, you know, they didn't rub against my feet while I was running. And I nearly, nearly wore socks I had never worn before because I thought they maybe would be better in the rain. You know how they say, like, yeah. never try anything new? And I was like, well, rain's new. Like, should I try and, like, account for the rain or should I just, like, pretend it's not raining and wear my... And I just, like, did what I had done before and it worked out. So I guess, it, you know, it's some anecdotal evidence to suggest that that advice is, is good advice. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. Yeah, Christine was also very helpful. She let me strip at mile one. I was wearing pants, and I just, like, took them off because it was too Oh, hot. nice. That's actually um, helpful. So she yeah. was, like, there with gear and, like, dry socks. I didn't ever take the dry socks because they would have got soaked again, but it was nice yeah. to have the option. Um, so, yeah, it was a lot of... I don't know how people do it without, like, a support group. Like, if there aren't people, like, yeah. bringing you food and, like, replacement gear. Like, four and a half hours is a freaking long time to be running without, like, anyone cheering you on or, like, helping you finish. I don't know. I, there were people who... I don't know, I would not picture running a marathon in a million years, and I kept thinking to myself, these people are tough as nails yeah. to be, like, running through. Like, I was on my way back, like, mile 23, mile 24, like, nearly done, people just starting mile 16, 17, the rain's, like, pouring down, and, like, someone's, like, dressed like the Pope, and they're, like, just, like, <laughs> taking it at, like, a 12-minute, 13-minute mile pace. Wow. Um, and they're just, like, pushing through, and I'm just, like, I have so much respect, like... Now, being in the same situation that you are in, I have way more respect uh, for you and, and as much as I should have had to begin with. So, Christine said she saw people like pushing wheelchairs and like strollers. And like, I don't know how people do it. Like, I, I'm not, by no means am I like aesthetic, but I'm relatively fit. I'm young, like, I can run. And I'm like dead after a marathon, <laughs> like, absolutely dead. And just these people from like all walks of life and all ages are just like, killing it it's unbelievable it's like they're different i feel like people who and i don't include myself in this group because i barely survive but people who run marathons like that are just like a different species like like how do you run a marathon like i can't i honestly cannot fathom running a marathon and pushing anything like if i was carrying my vlog camera that i was carrying during the half marathon my arms would have literally like fallen off like detached from my body and just fallen off on the ground i would have been armless right now because of how tired my arms were at the end of it <laughs> Uh, and I realize I'm being dramatic now, but it's just, uh, I don't know, the, the amount of respect I've I gained for just people who, 
not only run races, but also a lot of people who are doing fundraising and running for a good cause. It's just like, wow, you're like such good people. <laughs> like I could never measure up to like how good you are. So uh, not that, that I was trying, but it's just, it was, it was cool to be surrounded by so many people yeah. kind of all doing yeah. the same thing. Uh, would you run another one? Oh yeah. It's funny, yeah. Uh, two, you know, a few people asked me this you know, after the marathon. I was like, give me a day to think about it. <laughs> uh, and I, you know, yesterday I was like, oh, maybe, but now I'm like psyched and I'm ready to go again. Like I'm like over the soreness now. Mm-hmm. Like my muscles are basically like, eh, yeah, a little, little bit sore. On Sunday they were like, knees cannot function. Like do not try and stand up. And yesterday it was a little, you know, I, I mentioned to you, they were like bags of sand. Yeah. <laughs> um, but now, you know. Now you're fine. Now you took the stairs up this morning. Yeah. And I'm doing the old double step thing again. So it's like. Oh, no, we do. Easy. I say the stairs up. I took it up to lunch. Um, Well, you know, you're in your um, peak athletic uh, age. Peak fitness. Peak fitness, fitness, age 26. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, no, it was uh, was a wild ride. I'm so happy. Honestly, I think it's the perfect first marathon experience. Like, there's so many good memories I have associated with this. Like, Sean's birthday was the Mm. night before. Christine was able to make it and be a huge support. Uh, Jess and Brendan surprised me. It was raining, uh, so it was like uh, dramatic, and also it was good like uh, lower threshold for like my performance from here on out because uh, I feel like I would have, if it weren't raining or if it wasn't raining rather, uh, I you know may have tried to run fast and then like it would have been tough to PR from here on out. But now I feel like I've you know, right. Yeah. Uh, I also like did negative splits, which I was really happy about, which means my pacing was good. So like uh, overall, very very uh, good race personally. I'm like very proud of myself. Yeah, that's great. Um, so. Um, now David said he was jealous too. He's like, I, I have to skip running a marathon, jump right to running an Ironman so I can one-up you. And I said, not so fast. That's my next goal. So Your next goal is an Ironman? Wow. Uh, yeah, everybody heard it. <laughs> well, it's I've been telling record. Christine this for a while. Uh, she keeps saying I need to learn how to swim first, which isn't uh, entirely uh, inaccurate. Um, but I feel like, you know, I'll start biking to work. I first need to buy a bike, but I'll start biking to work in Foster City. I honestly think it might be quicker than taking the shuttle. Um, is there a nice bike path? I think there is a nice path oh, from Foster City okay. to, to work, actually. So that's one of the reasons why I think it's doable. And then I don't know how I'm going to learn to swim. I can swim. For the, for the listeners, I can swim. I just am not, like, a competitive swimmer. Well, your apartment has a pool, right? <sighs> it does, but it's, like, a you know, kid pool. It's not like a, oh, it's a recreational oh, okay. pool. It's not like an uh, Olympic pool. Well, how many laps do you have to run, uh, swim for an Ironman? I don't know. It's, like, a mile. Oh, right. It's so long. It's like two miles what? for, or maybe it's a half a mile. It's either it's somewhere between a half a mile and a mile for an Ironman. That's so long. Or a half Ironman. So the Ironman that I want to do is the seventy-three, sorry, seventy-point-three mile race. It's like a mile in the water, half marathon, uh, and then a bike ride in between. It's like fifty miles or something. Oh, that's not horrible. No, no, it's not horrible. The full Ironman is like okay, that's like peak fitness, like pinnacle, yeah. like you will never. Yeah, uh, like unless you like are crazy and do some of those ultra marathons. That's like you do a full like two miles in the water. You do like 112 miles on the bike and then a full marathon at the end. Um, that that's like ultimate life goal. But I am not like gonna rush myself to do right. that. I'll, I'll, I'll probably do what I do with the half marathons, where like now I can run them comfortably and I'll sign up for them because it's like a fun social activity. Yeah. But I'm not probably gonna like push myself too hard from here on out for like half marathons. I'm not gonna try and like Whoa. get down to two more pace. Wow, really? Well, my next goal for half marathon is to get run under, under two hours. Sub two. Sub two. Okay, so that's maybe my next goal. maybe I will have to keep pushing myself so I can fend you off my PRs. Um, but well, what's your half marathon PR? One fifty eight or something? Uh, official or unofficial? 
Uh, you're official. Oh, okay, it's 158. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Don't trust me, he's uh, not yeah, unofficial. Yeah, like, yeah, no, no. Oh, yeah, I did the GPS ports on Strava. Yeah, no, Strava tells me it's 153, but that was at a really good day, like, perfect weather. Yeah. Uh, I was feeling really good. Um, so, I don't know. Um, oh, yeah, I'll also talk about, okay, we'll come back to it. Uh, but I was just going to say, I think from here on out, I want to keep fitness, like, I don't want to get... Not that I was fat, but I don't want to like get fat again and like lose my fitness and then have to work my way back up to marathon. So I'm probably gonna keep signing up for them. Uh, it's a yeah, fun yeah. way to spend the weekend or whatever. Yeah, well, um, David, Tamora, and Christine are running the New York half marathon. I know what happened. What did, what did we do wrong? I don't know. I don't know what we did wrong. It's <laughs> uh, a bummer. Well, okay, so we can fundraise. We can fundraise. Or we can cheer them on. These are our options. Well, if only we knew. Um, wealthy donors <laughs> <laughs> looking for sponsors. We do have a little bit of time, right? It's March. Yeah. So we could like make it happen. It's just I don't want to like spend like two thousand dollars of my own money to run a race. It's not two thousand. It's like thirteen hundred. Okay. Is that how much you have to fundraise in addition to the fees? Uh. And travel for me. Why do you have to travel? You I live in New York. Oh, right, I need to visit you for work, right. uh, business reasons. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Um, um, yeah so 1300 I don't know if that includes... Yeah, I feel like you have to pay registration on top yeah, of that. Yeah, fair, fair, Because that fair. probably all goes right to the... So how are you, do you... I mean, you probably know 13 people who would give $100. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like if I were to ask any of them, they'd be like, yo, you work at Facebook, just pay for yourself. <laughs> I'd be like, just be like, no. <laughs> so. Or what's the alternative? Um... Uh, I think it's just fundraise, right? So if you, how many people would you need to get if you, if they each give $5? You're asking me to divide 13 <laughs> by 5? I can't do this time. I'm, I'm under pressure. I find $13. 100 people. You can find 100 people to give you $13. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, right? Um, and, uh, 200 people to give you seven fifty. Perfect. Mm, 650 Close. Six fifty. <laughs> <laughs> This is why I didn't attempt the 1300 This is why we don't do it live, folks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just, I don't know. There's something weird about asking other people for money when I could clearly spend my own. Oh, so you're going to fundraise both me and you. Uh, I think what will happen is, if anything, I'm not going to ask them for donations. I would want to give them something in return, right? Like either, like, and I, you know, I don't know. Some, it feels weird to, like, ask them for, if I run this pace, you give me this much money. That feels weird to me. Yeah. Like, I'd rather, like you know, create something or, you know, like an example, bad example would be like, I draw a picture for everyone who donates $5. Yeah. Okay. Or something like that. Okay. I feel like that would maybe give me something to do and it would be like, for me, an okay way to fundraise. And now I wouldn't draw pictures because I'm not an artist, but you get the example. Yeah, like maybe homework help or something. I don't know. No, that's probably unethical. Uh, probably something else. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, maybe we'll just cheer them on. <laughs> yeah, I guess if you're already in town, you're just like, go yeah, just like, gonna yeah. go over, cheer them on, yeah. uh, maybe illegally sneak onto the course. Mm, probably. Like, would somebody actually tap? Probably in New York, actually, someone would tackle you if you were running without a bib. I feel like in Monterey, you could just like no. ran on the course. Yeah. There's so many places we could just run on the course. Yeah, it's like, do I want. Well, the only thing is, what would you do when you get to the finish line? Do you just, like... I feel like they're not going to give you a medal unless you have your bib. But then it's awkward because you're like, oh, yeah, I don't have my bib. Well, you just peel off before that. Yeah. <laughs> like, I guess if it's New York, yeah, you could just run down into the city streets and be done with it. I don't know. I feel like in New York, they would actually set up, like, um, 
like, you know, the sidewalk gates, mm-hmm. you know, that they have, like, mm-hmm. for parades and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like, a you could totally peel off, you know, like, right at the end, you mm-hmm. know? Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Could easily done that. Mm-hmm. Like, just easily join the crowd. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, use an old bib. All right, well, we'll start... Okay, let's brainstorm fundraising ideas. Maybe we should ask our listeners, please comment below in the show notes, what would you do uh, for a donation? Yeah. Well, or it, vice versa. The other thing I was going to say, uh, I referenced it earlier, uh, but I ran my first sub 24 minute 5K the other day. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh. That was also a life of conscience. Shoot, I'm just like killing it recently. Not to brag, but like I'm crushing it. Yeah. Great, yeah. Great, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we should uh, flash back to the episode of talking about the sub... Was it sub 24? Yeah, sub 24. Because I remember we were like, oh, that's like faster than aiming a mile for three miles. Yeah. Uh, and it seemed like super unattainable. Yeah, I saw that pop up on my Strava, and I was like, well, now you're just showing off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, I had to show off right before you ran the map. No, yeah. honestly, I did it because I was like, okay, I got to run like a short run, but I'm like impatient mm-hmm. i like don't want to have to be running for that long so i was like oh i forgot we did the sub 24 minute challenge or we took the sub 24 minute challenge but we never finished it so i might as well just go for it and honestly i think i was at a bit of an advantage because i wasn't wearing a watch or anything so i didn't know how fast i was uh. running uh, so i just like kept pushing it yeah um, and then you know i turned on strava and i'm like well sub 23 wow 5k so now you now you have quit the bar. Yeah, I know. Now I gotta beat the sub. What what, what was it? Twenty two. Twenty two twenty nine. Yeah, okay. sub twenty three thirty. All right. Well, maybe I'll run the five k tonight. I'll see how far down I can get. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's tough though. I did have positive splits though. I definitely ran fast first mile and it was like second win for the rest of the. Day. <laughs> I was, like, thinking halfway through, why don't I just stop and not push myself before my race? But then I was like, no, nah, I might as well. I mean, three miles is, like, 3.1 miles is so short compared to... Yeah, but I was feeling it in my lungs the next day. I was like, oh, I really pushed oh, my actually? cardio. Yeah. Wow. Cardio, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. when I run it, it's usually not my cardio, right? Yeah. It's yeah, usually it's usually your legs. legs, yeah. Although, not to go back to the marathon, yeah. I was definitely, like, having an asthma attack towards the end of the marathon. <laughs> uh, I don't have asthma, folks. Uh, but I just mean, like... My breathing was like abnormally constricted. Like I was like like wheezing. Like, uh, like I couldn't get like a full. I don't know. It was weird. It felt like my windpipe was like slowly closing. I shouldn't tell this because uh, the fact Christy is gonna get worried. About it. I was also like shivering after the race. <laughs> she thought I was gonna get like hypothermia. I had one of the bags, but even with the bags and like a hoodie on, I was still like shivering. Yeah, yeah. But that wasn't unusual because during my twenty mile, or I should say after my twenty mile run, I did the same thing. I don't know. My body was just Brendan. It was my brother-in-law and I were chatting about this. Like, your body just can't figure out if you're, you're hot or you're cold, so oh, it just, like, freaks yeah. out. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think that, like, humans were meant to actually run marathons. Uh, contrary to uh, popular literature. Uh, I got a YouTube comment recently, speaking of YouTube comments, that said, you try too hard to be a vlogger. <laughs> and I just died laughing. Was, was like, it, yeah, like, Sean or Jimmy? No, it was, <laughs> like, some random. Uh, I could have been, but I... I thought it was some rando and I was just like yes <laughs> it felt so good it probably was some rando though yeah, yeah. Uh, but you don't actually because you don't post any videos uh, I gotta post a video soon um, it's so liberating not to have to I mean, I mean I feel like much less a slave to uh, my audience even though I only had less than like 100 <laughs> subscribers now that I've uh, taken a much more relaxed approach to the vlogs you no know, oh, speak on that 
<laughs> this is gonna be me talking for the whole podcast. You're like, you're not gonna be saying. Well, do you remember at the beginning of the year when your goal? I can't believe this is what we talked about before we started recording. Was like, wow, well, like you blink and like time's gone. Mm-hmm. But remember at the beginning of this year when you said that you I wanted know. to record a vlog every single <laughs> I day. I know. Uh, see how much people change in less in, than a year. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Especially twenty year olds. <laughs> That's 20s, 20s year olds? 20s year olds, yeah. 20s, 20s. 20s. Um, well, I don't know. I I think I needed a goal, and that was in like a relatively easy to state goal. Not easy to obtain, but easy to state. Like vlog every day? Yeah, vlog every day. Did you think that you'd run a marathon by the end of the year? No. Wow. So I, you know, I changed my goal. I mean, I hadn't even run a half marathon. Doesn't that excite you some, at some point, though? Like, don't you ever think about this, yeah. like in life, yeah. where you're just like, wow, like... Hey, uh, like, if you think back, like, at the beginning of the year, you're like, yeah. I thought I'd be vlogging every day, but now I ran a marathon. Yeah. Like, where did that come from, right? Mm-hmm. How do you go from vlogging to, like, marathon, mm-hmm. right? And then doesn't that, like, excite you to be like, oh, wow, like, in 10 months? Like, what am I going to be doing then, right? I mean, yeah. Like, something you didn't think that you'd be doing. I always think about this, but I think about, like, the past, like, five years ago, where I thought I would be and where right. I am are just very different. Uh, and that's always exciting. I'm always like, oh, wonder what. I, I was pulling up a quote, um, but I'll, I'll let you keep going with that thought. And then I have a oh, yeah. So I was just trying to think, well, um, I've been trying recently to think more forward thinking as opposed to like backward thinking because I get, I'm like mm-hmm. a very nostalgic person. So I, I tend to think about things in the past mm-hmm. and I'm trying to change my mindset to think like forward mm-hmm. in terms of being like, wow, actually, like, like, you know, like so much of like, you know, you know, the past has happened. (laughs) And like, but yeah, for me, right? (laughs) Strictly for me. But then if you think forward, like, okay, like there's so much more I could do out there. Mm -hmm. No, I I, I think I get what you're saying. It almost feels like, well, I'm going to put words into your mouth here. Please do. You you always, uh, you always, you always do. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't know. Sometimes I look back in the past and just think like, oh, there's like, so much that happened, there's no way it's gonna like measure up to what I'm gonna do. Or there's no way I can measure up to what I've done already. Like it's just like, there's just like so much that has happened. It's like hard to imagine equally as interesting things happening in the future. But then if you just step back and think like, oh, like these weren't unusual periods and this is just kind of like the status quo. Like, so there's bound to be more interesting things happening in the future. It's kind of almost reassuring in a way. I think that's just because you're more accomplished than me. <laughs> I don't think I don't think that. Well, even like think like how am I going to top this? Even like how that, am I going to top running a no, marathon? No, 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 no. no, 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 no. How am I going to top getting to the top of this whatever game is? Yeah, it is a hard thing. To right. Uh, speaking of that, I know we're kind of uh, we're weaving through topics here, but I didn't know what to say. People kept congratulating me on my marathon, saying you did such a good job, and it felt weird to just kind of keep saying thank you. Like, I, yeah. like I wanted to say you too, but like especially for people who didn't happen to participate in the marathon. I didn't know what to say. Um, yeah, so you like, yeah, it wasn't a big deal. I just put one foot in front of the other for 26 miles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I should just try to like, blow it off. Strava says 27, so... Yeah, that's, okay, we have so much to talk about. What were we even doing? We were waffling at the beginning of this interview. Yeah. Um, Strava, what are you doing with your... Well, actually, it should be Mac. What are you doing with your plat- path planning? <laughs> I clearly did not, like, round my corners as well as I should have. Well, did you find, even when I was running a half marathon in Monterey, I was 
like going back and forth like across the the road mm -hmm. like left mm -hmm. to right left mm -hmm. to right and like oh what am i doing this is dumb i'm adding mileage i did see that <laughs> um and I, I found myself doing that as well i tried to be a little bit more courteous in this run than i have in past runs like before i was just like throwing elbows like get me through this race but now i was like giving people space to like make their turn and whatnot so yeah yeah it's tough it is tough yeah that's one of my uh why i aspire to run faster is because you'll get more separation. <laughs> like, <laughs> Tamor, those fellows of Tamor, he's just, like, running by himself. Yeah. He's running so fast. Yeah. He's running by himself. Yeah. So jolly. Yeah. Anyways, does my... I feel like the words I put into your mouth. Uh, what were we talking about? Uh, okay, so popping things off okay. the stack. We were talking about how... Well, you were saying sometimes you were, you know, looking at the past and you want to be a little bit more forward-thinking. Uh, right, because we were saying how at the beginning of the year you mm -hmm. uh, wanted to record a vlog episode and each now, day. Okay. Now. Right. Remember we went to B and Nature, we got we got a new vlog camera for you. I know. Can't believe that's the same year. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Can we go back to the fact that I'm just like crushing it lately? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. uh, yeah, really. No, yeah, I don't know. It is exciting. Uh, Wait, so what else are you proud of yourself? Well, I, I have to write a blog post, actually, because I realized that I think my proudest accomplishment is my relationship with Christine. Oh, I just, nice. like, couldn't follow up Vinod's perfect delivery with, like, the same thing, so I, like, couldn't. But, uh, yeah, I feel like even even just this this race weekend has, like, reminded me of that. Like, she was, like, unbelievably supportive throughout the whole race. And sometimes it's weird, like, you know, I don't know when you're, you know, married you sometimes forget like all the other little things that your partner does for you and just like being in an unusual setting just helped to like highlight a lot of that stuff for me so i was just like oh my gosh this is this is the best and sorry i'd, I'd say this to you know, uh, uh uh i don't know <laughs> isolate uh, there's only two of us three but uh, i know uh, you're not married currently as far as i know not married uh, so no. there's there's not uh, the same shared experience um but um, um no. Also, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Okay. No shit experience is there. Uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, so that's awesome. Um, and I'm just like really happy. Even like, it was, honestly it was emotional when like Jess and Brennan were there to surprise me. It was simultaneously like very sweet of them, but it also it just like reminded me of all of the important relationships in my life and like how well those are going. And those are also really easy. For, you kind of take it for granted, right? And just, like, reminded, like, what an awesome family I have. It's just like, yes. Like, it was so good. Um, so, yeah. I'm, I think I'm, you know, I d I'd, I'd like to add an addendum to the previous podcast episode, which is definitely most proud of my family. Um, uh, not not just uh, Christine, but the whole, the whole thing. Um, yeah, that's really... Um... So, okay, yeah, sorry. sorry. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> I forgot where we were going. I think it's really, um, uh, this is something that is uh, something that's easy to, like, to forget, at least in, in, in my perspective, at least. Yeah. Like, they, it's always easy to think of, like, things that you don't have or mm -hmm. things that you, like, always want, right? Because, I mean, like, man, I, we're pretty ambitious, I guess, mm -hmm. in terms of we're always trying to get more, mm -hmm. right? Um, and we're, I, I feel like we also surround ourselves with people who are also very successful and ambitious. Mm -hmm. And um, <laughs> Tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, but, I mean, it's also nice to, like, reflect back and, you know, uh, yeah. uh, be grateful. Uh, one thing I like to say to people, um, 
uh, I I would like to like I well I try to I don't know if I necessarily do but you know like thank people for like either you know like good advice or mm. you know like thank him for just like being my friend or something Aww. um which is nice right yeah, I like think I think nice. it's also a nice reminder like you know because you never know you know my my theory on life right you're gonna die when you're forty no <laughs> you can die whenever you like if you if um. Well, I had something a little bit more pithy or concise. Mm. It was like if you you shouldn't live life with like sort of like any regrets, yeah. right? Like you can drop dead at any moment, right? And you shouldn't oh, have anything yeah. that you like kind of regret. You said this before, right? Because like if you if there's something that you need to do before you you, you like die, yeah. right? Then why aren't you doing it right now, yeah. right? Um, and that's that's not to like go do something like dumb, right? Like yeah. I don't know, like bungee jumping or well, I don't know. <laughs> I not, not necessarily like that, right? I mean, there are obviously like, um, like I have like life goals, right? Mm-hmm. Like career goals and things that you want to build up mm-hmm. to like have as like life accomplishments, uh-huh. right? I'm putting you to sleep, but got it over here. I'm like, what a snoozer. No, yeah. sorry, go on. But like, I always feel like um, if there's something immediate that you need to do or that you like. Uh, then why aren't you doing it right now? There you go. Right. Yeah. Um, and so part of that is like just be, like always being mindful and conscious and grateful of like the you know relationships you have and the people mm. you have in your life and the people that you've met. Right. Yeah. I think it's always crazy not to co-opt. Um, no, 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 please, please. What you're saying um, is, uh, I think it's incredible the people that I've met in my life, like the incredible people I've met in my life. Uh, uh, it's kind of crazy that um, I've uh, been able to meet uh, so many crazy people. Crazy people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, that's it. Um, no, I, that's, I, that's really I agree. It's definitely undervalued, I feel like. It's like, you. it's so easy to, to you know, take stuff for granted. And I feel like I have a lot of respect for the people who actively fight that that uh, taking for grantedness. Right, that's you though. You just. Well, I feel like for me, yeah. I had to like, I put myself, with the marathon, I feel like I put myself in a position where I really needed other people. And that's like unusual. I tend to be like pretty self sustaining. Like, I, I can do it on my own. Like, blah, hmm. blah, blah. And so, like, putting myself into this environment and then having those people come through for me was like really. Uh, like, I, I don't want to say, maybe I'll say like powerful almost, mm-hmm. just to like realize that like, uh, I have like all these people who I can count on is like really, uh, really nice. Yeah, yeah. It, that sounds really nice. Yeah, seems like we picked a really good theme for Thanksgiving week. I know, right? right? Like, oh god, now I'm gonna have to give like a speech or something. Oh, you think. should. <laughs> <laughs> just, <laughs> just be like, hey, I have a speech. You just pull out the podcast, hit play. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. This is it. Yeah, there we go. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, I think uh, I think you should run a marathon. I, it, uh, I'll consider it. Um, it is a huge. Uh, I'm much older than you, so <laughs> it, true, it true, will true. take a huge physical beating on my body. <laughs> um, I, so I brought up this quote some some point earlier. Um, this was motivational for me. It was Matt from uh, Yes Theory. Do you watch Yes Theory? No, it's a YouTube channel. That? It's like. Uh, just a bunch of like college aid guys doing crazy things, um, but they they have like uh, 
yeah, the the uh, I think the theme for the channel is that they have like a positive attitude and like are always trying new things and like pushing themselves to be better. And so, anyways, this Matt guy runs a full Ironman, and he does a, like a nice little video about it where he talks about like his journey to running the the full Ironman, and like one of the quotes towards the end says. Um, and I just I didn't have to pull it up to read it, but it's, remember, he used to think this was impossible. So he's talking about how like he ran a 5K and was out of breath and like didn't ever want to run again. And then he ran his first half marathon. I was like, can't believe I did that. And then uh, you know, as he was running his marathon, he thought back to when he ran the half marathon and how impossible that felt after he'd run the 5K. And so he kind of scaled up by just remembering that he was able to keep pushing himself. Um, so, hmm. uh, but you don't think anything is impossible then. Uh, I mean, certain things, but then I tend to have, uh, uh, in, yeah, a large amount of confidence <laughs> in that being possible. <laughs> I, I was going to say, like, a unre unrealistic, but I, I, I maybe maybe not. You're, like, very realistic. Uh, yeah, I, I tend to be pretty optimistic about stuff being, the, the world feels small to me, let me put it that way. You, wow, okay. Like, I feel like I have a lot at my fingertips, and I have a lot of, I I like the ability to shape my experience and like the world around me. So I don't know. You can call me Doctor Manhattan if you want. It's fine. Whatever. <laughs> Watchmen reference. Wow. All right. <coughs> this episode brought to you by HBO. <laughs> Imagine this. Twenty six hundred dollars. Wow. Oh, wow. Great. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Actually, we'll probably get like DCMA. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Okay. Well, we like to end each episode. Oh, this is it. We're at dig right here. Wow. Oh, you wanna you wanna keep going? I mean, I don't know what time. I should actually I just like, check in real quick with Christine and see what her plan is. Yeah, true. Um. Wow. Oh. Okay. I'll wait for her to respond. Although David just cc'd me in some shit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh yeah, you started my GitHub repo. Thank you. I'm at a hundred stars now. That's great. Oh shoot! Yeah. I am crushing it lately. There's all these <laughs> things that are just like going amazingly. Oh my gosh! I should actually write a blog post. Actually, I want to. I have like a few blog posts I want to write, but one of them is about. And I'll just keep talking. Sure. Um, we'll just fill up this this podcast, and then you'll have to edit it and spend a lot of time that you wouldn't have otherwise had to spend. Anyway, um, so I'm like, well, two things. There's some like robotics club or a class in Sri Lanka who's using my simulator. Someone like made like a medium post about it. <laughs> like, this is hilarious. Like I just like uh, you know, wrote this hobby project, little robot simulator thing, and there's like people who are using it for like educational purposes, which is like my dream come true. Uh, you know, it's it's cool to see something you built being picked up without you having to like seed any of the I mean, yeah, obviously I wrote read me, read me docs and whatever, but it's not like I sent emails to people saying, Hey try this out. Like they just kinda of found it and started using it on their own. And also, uh, like, University of Maryland is using it for, like, their introductory to introduction to robotics course. <laughs> like, I, like, got, like, all this traffic to the site, and I, like, found all of these GitHub, like, final project pages of, like, them with links to the simulator. It just, like, cracked me up. Like, there's a professor somewhere that's using this for some college class. Uh, it was just like, okay, uh, whatever. I guess it's open source, so you could do whatever you want with it. But uh, it's just funny. Um, there was, like, very little momentum for that project. Uh, even just a year ago, and I like finally closed it out. You know, you know, I wrote some documentation and shipped it or whatever, and let it sit. And now it's like starting to boil a little bit, and it's like, ooh, this is kind of fun. Uh, so, yeah, I'm I'm killing it on that front for you. Two, yeah. Through two, two, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, they just found it. You didn't even like post on Hacker News. 
It's a troll. <laughs> I have no idea. I, I did post on Hacker News like uh, six months ago. Oh, but, 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 okay. but the recent, the re there's been recent activity. I don't know what triggered that, uh, but that was not, uh, you know, advertised or... It was not like Hacker News post that, that caused the recent oh, activity. Yeah, cool. we'll, we'll take you at your word. I like to think it's organic traffic. I don't know. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, so there's that blog post I have to write. Oh, oh yeah. There's all these okay. blog posts. Yeah. Uh, I'll have to link your blog in the uh, show notes. In the show notes, yeah. Yeah. I was actually going to link it on the website. I just forgot to. So we'd like to end each episode uh, by talking about a new experience that we had each week. Oh, mine's so easy this week. Uh, I'll let you go first. Oh, I have like 84 different experiences. Wow. This week. Um, yeah, you're really crushing it. Yeah. Have I mentioned I'm crushing it lately? No, I don't think um, you have. Tell me more. Watch me. This is karma. I'm going to look like a hip hop awesome Break a leg. Um, I have to say I ran a marathon. I feel like there's nothing that could even come close to topping it. Um, yeah, and you heard about it over the entire yeah, podcast, yeah. so I don't need to rehash it here, but uh, uh, definitely a new experience, definitely a better person for having done it. I'm looking forward to what's next. Wow, uh, congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, for you? Um, for me, so I don't know if I talked about it on the podcast, about my, I did, probably did talk about my apartment search. Um, you haven't? On the podcast? I think I have, right? Oh, I don't remember. Uh, well, last weekend? Was it last weekend? Ooh, on the Vinod podcast? No, it, was, it, was, it had to be at the, at one after the Vinod podcast. When was the one after the Vinod podcast? The one we were in, talking about the half marathon. I don't actually remember what we talked about during that episode. After we go back and edit it. The Monterey half marathon? Yeah. We did one episode when I had to fly out that day. An MPK. I don't remember what it was about, though. Oh, okay. Me neither. <laughs> Sorry, go on. Your All right, so last weekend, I <laughs> went to uh, Williamsburg with my sister, Stephanie. Um, wait, 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 what? Oh, sorry, I, I interjected. I'll let you finish. <laughs> wait, what is it? What's about? Uh, this doesn't match up with my understanding of the scenario, but go ahead. What happened in the scenario? Just, oh, yeah. Hold on, I want you to tell the story now. Well, I may be, I may be getting ahead of you. Okay, no, 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 no. My understanding for our listeners was that Mike had a decision to make. He could either move out of his apartment because this apartment is kicking him out or he could stay. And for whatever reason, you wanted to use this as a forcing function for you to look at apartments in Williamsburg or in Brooklyn. That's right. Except the new knowledge I gained yesterday was that you didn't have to move out if you didn't want to. You could just stay and they would move your stuff to a new unit for you and pay you money. So, yes. but did that happen after you went to Williamsburg or before? No, you knew about it before. Yeah. So why was looking at... Because I wanted to look at apartments. Uh, okay, okay, in, okay, uh, okay, so, okay. you know, I wanted to look at apartments in different neighborhoods in New York. So we went to Williamsburg. Um, and they have all these, like, brand new apartments, like, on the water. Oh, like, that's kind of nice. Super new, like, brand new building. Yeah. Nobody's lived in there before. Uh, the building's right on the water there. Um, if you look out the window, you can see all of Manhattan, like all of Manhattan from the World One World Trade Center to the Empire State Building. Oh, that's not all of Manhattan. It's basically all basically of the part that matters. <laughs> shots um, fired. Yeah, shots fired. Uh, so you can see the the river, the East River there, and all of Manhattan, and the windows were like double pane, so you couldn't hear anything. It was just dead quiet in there. Wow. Um, uh, amazing view. Uh, probably the nicest apartments that I've ever seen. 
uh, I think either me or Stephanie made the bold statement, like, nicest apartments in the world. Wow. <laughs> that is bold. Um, but it definitely felt weird because it definitely felt like you were observing New York as opposed to living in New York. Mm. So I was like really couldn't settle on it. Um, Interesting. Also, we went during an open house and there was uh, a guy, I don't, we don't know his name, we call him Chris, but Chris. he was like very enthusiastic about the apartments. Mm. He was like, I think moving from Seattle and he was like, like, oh, there's a pool here. He's like, this is great. Like, there's a gym. Have you seen anything like this? And like, uh, uh, yeah, so... Um, I, I that, there's not really any end story to this. That's that's kind of it. <laughs> you saw apartments in Williamsburg. Right? Yeah, telling me. yeah. Interesting. I thought you said you didn't want the apartment because it was way too expensive. Oh yeah, also that. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, but I find the uh, outside looking in thing kind of interesting. Yeah, because you're just like standing there. One, you're in like Williamsburg, and also not like even any. I, Williamsburg is just like, eh. mm-hmm. but like. You're just kind of like a far away from the L stop. It's like still like a 10 minute walk. Um, you're kind of on the water. You're kind of just like secluded. So every, the whole thing felt like you're, you're living in this bubble, right? Like that, that, that building had like a, like everything you needed, you didn't have to leave the building. Mm-hmm. You had a gym, pool, you know. Kind of like your apartment in Foster City. You have a pool, you have a gym, you know. You look out on the water. Um, you have a mail room. You have a mail room, uh, parking lot. It's true, it kind yeah. of does have everything. Yeah, so, um, yeah, you pretty much just live in the Williamsburg, California. <laughs> I do live in the Williamsburg, California. Nice. Yeah, so that's it. Um, well, thanks for listening. And thanks to our sponsor. Um, uh, Watchmen by HBO. <laughs> I was going to say HBO. Uh, $2,600 sponsorship from uh, Watchmen by HBO. We really appreciate the money. It'll go to a good cause. Yeah. Um, Happy Thanksgiving. Ha- oh, it's Thanksgiving. That's yeah. right. Happy Thanksgiving. This is going to air, though, much 